Hi, welcome back to another episode of This is Arabella. This is our weekly check-in with divine guidance from the universe. I thank you for being here, for subscribing, and make sure to visit our messages tab on the home page where you can leave me a voice message and you could possibly be featured on an upcoming episode. I will answer any and all questions about spirituality, awakening. If you have a specific question for the angels that you would like me to channel, I would be glad to do so. Thanks for being here. Good evening, this is Arabella with your weekly psychic spiritual guidance. And it has been quite the intense week so far for many of us with Chiron, the wounded healer in retrograde. And we have Mercury going direct this Saturday. So, um, you know, the pull of both of these energies, it's like a push-pull energy. And then we have Mother Earth upgrading her vibration at the same time. It's really shaking a lot of people that have been denying their truth. Meaning they've been wearing their false masks. They don't want to show people who they are. Um, people that know that they're psychic, per se, and hide it. They don't let anyone know and using it for manipulative purposes that way. Instead of being authentic about, yeah, I'm psychic. Um, so, <laughs> as I stated the other day, you know, um, spirituality is not about happy, happy, joy, joy, and positivity. Or, excuse me, more specifically, your enlightenment, your awakening is about authenticity being your true self so it can feel harsh you are having to look and dive deep into your wound you're, you're having to constantly um, pull bandages off of wounds so that they can really heal at the core instead of continually covering them up with cute little Spider-Man bandages and just layering the bandages on top and on top and on top instead of actually healing the wound. And so the band-aids could represent our distractions, which could be alcoholism, uh, addiction to relationships. It could be addiction to food, to uh, distractions of overworking, um, you know, those bandages because have a whole lot of labels on them. So what I did is I pulled a few cards from, I'm working with this week in particular, the Twin Tarot Oracle by Jenny Bethel. These are the cards. I have a whole lot of different decks, but um, the energy this week is really supporting that I use these cards in particular. So the twin part of the tarot means that there's both a light card and a dark card. 
The dark would be, you know, our shadow side, for instance. So to get us going on this weekly podcast, I pulled three and they're all shadow dark cards. It's temperance, judgment, and the empress. So they're also, besides being all dark shadowy energy, they're all females, which represents the divine feminine. And we all, whoever you are, if you identify as a man, as a woman, as a gender fluid, whatever, within you, you have feminine energies and masculine energies. So this represents the feminine energies within you is in this space on some level. If not, that means you're already done with it and just turn off the podcast and I'll see you next Monday morning for a a quickie divine guidance at 7 (laughs) a.m. Okay. If you've already done your work, um, this, this is, um, yeah, I'm tuned into the angelic collective. I'm a twin flame, so the twin flame collective is always here with me. My spirit guides are here with me. Um, this energy, I'm, and I'm just a translator of spirit, shall we say? Uh, I'm I was talking about that. I think yesterday that a lot of us call ourselves channelers, but I really like translator better because I was doing a lot of translation of messages for somebody earlier this week and I realized oh I really am a translator I know like this animal represents such and such for this person I know that these number represent such and such for this person so I'm a translator of the universe and so I'm translating to you that on a subconscious level the feminine energy within you on some level is still choosing disharmony that on some level the feminine energy is still lost is focusing on what was lost so that that represents focusing on the past still okay focusing what was lost in the past instead of what's right here in the future and what is possible what's right here in the present excuse me instead of what is possible in the future So when you are choosing disharmony and you're focusing on the past, you can't be here in the present. And it really makes it difficult to visualize positively or hold positive intentions for the future. So it's being recommended that those listening make a little note maybe, whether it's mental or write it on a post-it, to really think about any areas within you where you are choosing or still acting out upon things that happened in the past. Maybe somebody cheated on you. Maybe a friend in ninth grade abandoned you or rejected you Um, because it creates a disharmony energy within you if you have any of those things not dealt with and why you may be struggling right now in your life. So the judgment card represents 
again, your feminine energy is having some self-doubt, indecision, intolerance, uh, victim mentality, still not standing fully in your truth, and a whole lot of excessively judgmental on this card. So the feminine's energy um, is known for being judgmental, gossipy, um, and mainly judgmental with themselves. And instead of focusing on loving themselves, they're creating chaos. And in that chaos, there's indecision. And you keep the chaos going, going, going. Visualize with me like uh, a twister, you know, a tornado, uh, you know, like you're stirring the pot on some subconscious level. And a lot of that stems from your own self-judgment, which isn't true. You know, we're born, I, I just spent the week with my grandson who's nine months old. There's no judgment there within him. Any judgment he ever ends up having in his life will be based upon the people that are around him because they're going to tell him who he is until he decides to say, no, I'm not that. So if you can consciously shift into deleting the self-judgment that you have about yourself, and realize that you are divine, that you were created perfectly in God's image, that God don't make no mistakes, your indecision, your self-doubt, your intolerance, that victim bullshit is going to melt away. And all of that really is blocking a lot of people. I'm, I'm seeing like thousands of people is blocking you from standing in your truth. And a lot of it is just about listening to other people, needing validation outside of you. You are God in form. I say it all the time. You are God expressing itself in human form. God don't make no junk. You're perfect just the way you are. Your opinion, your voice, your perspective matters. It makes a difference in the world. So the next card was the Empress, again, in the shadowy energy. <laughs> she has this look on her face. She looks very haggard, by the way. You know, the Empress is a very beautiful, powerful card. But this one, she looks kind of haggard and has her hand on her forehead. She's like, oh, I'm the martyr. Poor, poor, pitiful me. Very much energy that on a subconscious level this feminine energy is over emotional overreactive too much in the victim mentality too much being the martyr very much in that life happening to you instead of for you acting like you don't have any choice you don't have any say you're not saying no you're you're um you're not standing up for yourself. So no wonder you feel like poor, poor, pitiful me. Because you're letting people walk all over you. 
you're not in your power when you're in that energy. And a lot of it has to do with your self-judgment. And because, so the self-judgment thing can affect you in so many ways, including you think you're not going to speak your truth to, to a friend. Here's a situation, okay? You don't want to say anything to a friend because if you do, maybe they're not going to want to be your friend anymore. And you feel so alone. You have such an enormous personal void within you that you got to hold on to every person around you because you think you're going to die <laughs> or, or be unhappy if this person doesn't want to be your friend anymore. Let me tell you, that person's not your friend if they reject you for speaking your truth, for saying no, for standing up for yourself. Do you need to hear it again? Anybody that rejects you, walks away, abandons you, when you are being yourself with them, you're being your pure, honest, heartfelt self. I'm not talking like being being um, like a sociopath and hurting somebody. I'm not talking like that kind of stuff. I'm talking when you open up your heart and you tell them, no, that doesn't work for me. I am needing this to happen. And you're afraid that they're going to reject you. That means that person, <laughs> likely not your friend if they reject you, okay? A difference would be like maybe somebody texting you saying, yeah, I'm practicing my boundaries and um, I can't be around such and such anymore. So that could go two ways. One person could say, well, you're ridiculous and I'm not, I don't want to be around you and I can't believe you're doing that, blah, blah, blah. That's not your friend. That's not love. That's not true connection. If the person comes back and says, congratulations, I'm glad you're working on your boundaries. How can I support you? Blah, blah, blah. That's a person for you. That's love. There's a big difference there. And a lot of times we're afraid to speak our truth to someone, whether it's someone that is an actual good loving connection or not, because we're so afraid of rejection. We're so afraid of being abandoned because we were abandoned oftentimes by our parents. You haven't done your inner child work. If you made excuses for how horrific your childhood was, instead of doing your work and your healing, then you're going to keep repeating this over and over and over. And you're going to be afraid to speak your truth. People that actually love you understand that we have different perspectives and we can still meet in the middle and support and love each other. But a large trigger for a lot of us is uh, we're the people pleasers. So we just go along for the ride all the time. We don't really like want to make waves because we're so afraid of rejection. Again, if someone rejects you for being your true, authentic, loving self and telling them what your needs are, then that's really not your person. So apparently somebody that's listening needs to hear that, whether it's one person or, or a million people. Um, and you need, 
Yeah, need. But translating it is need. There is a lot of people listening that have this hidden feminine energy in them. So the feminine energy, like if you're a dude, you you might have a lot of testosterone and you're very masculine, okay? Like by looking at you, at your exterior, you still have feminine in you. You have a soft side. I, I understand, the angelics understand that in this patriarchal society, it's very hard to express that feminine side without criticism. So then a lot of men cover that up. You know, now's the time to start expressing all parts of you, whether it's speaking your truth, whether it's cooking, whether it's doing art, uh, whether it's taking classes to learn a tantric lifestyle and sacred sexuality instead of being the fuck boy. Uh, you know, and there's, fuck, oh, there's a lot of fuck girls too, okay? Um, whatever you are, be it. This is really the energy that why the wounds are needing to be looked at because you can't continue to hide the energy and what's happening on planet earth is to shake you up and wake you up and that's why we're calling it the great awakening because a lot of you have pretended to be awake but kind of only on a certain level you like holding back this and hiding this and 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 trying to fit into regular society. You're not like regular society. If you're listening to this, then you are a conscious being. You are a light worker. You are a healer. You are a psychic. You are a philosopher. You are here to do something and make a difference, not hide. You have to hide from the people that you label friends. Those are not your friends. And the only person you're fooling is yourself. And it's time to stop that. Why are you fooling yourself? You ain't fooling nobody else. You're fooling yourself. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, a lot of throat chakra activity as I'm speaking about this, because you know, you know, I'm on the spiritual journey with y'all. <laughs> I'm far from perfect. Uh, I could speak about it because I have pulled off a lot of bandages of distraction in my life and I've done so consciously I have been diving deep into open disgusting wounds that I've been covering up I covered up a lot of it with food addiction you know there was there was covering things up with sex covering things up with helping other people a lot of us do that, that people pleasing and enabling, which is a part of codependency. Um, it's not healthy and it's time to flip the script, write a new story for yourself. This current energy is fantastic to pick up pen and paper or get a, I have an app on my phone so that I can record audio and it turns it into text and it keeps it in a journal for me and uh, you know express yourself tool yourself it's time to get real with yourself this is bullshit this this over emotional poor poor pitiful me 
and calling, you know, thinking that you're important because you have all these friends. You're important just because you're you. You don't have to have friends confirm that. And when you realize that, you will be more selective with the people around you. And it's okay to have a lot of friends. We're not saying you're not supposed to have a lot of friends. Some people are, uh, you know, we have, um, let's put it into human terms, like it's a blueprint. Each person that comes to earth has a blueprint for their earth school and what experiences they signed up for. Some people that were really shy in a, in a last life, um, a, a past life, are very social in this life or vice versa. Being social is fantastic. It's important. However, just because you're social does not mean that all those people are for your highest good. Because the five people that are closest to you are who you are. So who are you? Are you the gossip? Are you the backstabber? Are you the liar? Are you the manipulator? Are you the focused, successful powerhouse? Are you the spiritual leader? Are you the the uh, self-made millionaire? Are you the, <laughs> like, look at who's around you. Write it down. Write it down. You will know who you are by the people that surround you in each moment. And who is going out of your existence and who is moving back into your existence. Um, or permanently going away or never coming back like pay attention anything else for this podcast collective um a few people have asked me on twitter about twin flames i've been on the journey since july 3rd 2013 i was conscious of being in a twin flame connection as of July, I think it was 18th or so, of 2014, and have been divinely like sent messages throughout the time. And um, there's another wave of twins coming up. I'm in an early wave that was activated in the December 21st, 2012 awakening that happened. I'm part of that batch and so I've been guided to see if anyone's interested in me doing some twin flying podcasts once in a while. It's really not my focus because um, what I know to be true is that the journey to twin flame union is about self-love and focusing on yourself and I don't want to get lost in all the hubbub and bullshit of a whole lot of twin flame readers and psychics. But I think if I do it in a conscious way and just specifically answering your questions, then it would be doable. So my plan is to maybe record a long episode once a month about twin flames specifically. Again, if you have uh, a question you would like answered on air, on my anchor.fm slash this is Arabella homepage, there is a messages tab with a little plus sign and you click on it and you can record me a video question, excuse me, an audio question 
You don't have to leave your name if you don't want, and you can be part of an upcoming podcast. So in closing, um, sometimes we're meant to visit places like our wounds. You know, it's okay to visit the past. You're not meant to live there. You need to be living in the present moment wherever you're at now and finding the gratitude for the now. And this energy for a lot of feminine men, there's a lot of both actual women, but also in the men, the feminine energy is poor, poor, pitiful me. Um, I'm a victim. I have no say so. There's no way out of this. And there's always a way out of it. You're just not wanting to do it. I could, you know, uh, say I told you so, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> uh, you have to decide what's right for you. And the only way you're actually gonna be able to get out of the indecisive energy of what's right for you is to focus on your self-love and get out of the poor, poor, pitiful me. You're not a martyr. You're not a victim anymore. Yes. The universe acknowledges you were a victim in your life. You have had horrible, horrible, horrific things happen to you. That doesn't mean that you are the things that happened to you. If you're watering that weed of pain that other people did to you, then you're gonna continue to be the victim. You always have a choice in every matter. It might not be um, what your ego wants you to do, but you always have a choice. And when you realize I always have a choice, I am the creator of my life. No one has the authority to tell me how to live my life but me. You can take those statements away and make them your truth. You will shift out of this really crappy energy. <laughs> uh, it's not happy, good energy. It really is poor, poor, pitiful me. And in that, you can't make clear decisions. And you're very judgmental. You're very gossipy energy going on here. Um, and this needs to stop. This disharmony that you're creating for yourself needs to stop. Not only needs to stop, but when you realize and take responsibility for your energy here on earth, your energy affects everyone around you and that goes out and out and out. There's always a uh, uh, trickle down effect. Okay? So take responsibility for the energy you bring into the table called life. I will talk to y'all on Monday morning with my daily guidance, which are a little bit longer. Lately, they've been uh, like six to 10 minutes, 7 a.m. Pacific time. They're posted up on anchor.fm slash this is Arabella. And you can also find me on your favorite podcast app. Just search this is Arabella. And I'm really wrapping you up in love and in confidence to work on yourself and and I'm wrapping you in an energy of gratitude because when you focus on the tiny bits of gratitude you actually already have, you can shift your energy out of this poor, poor, pitiful me. 
because you're not really helping yourself and you're certainly not helping humanity at all. (laughs) All right. Until next time, I love you. Thank you for being here on my spiritual journey. Um, This is Arabella. This is Arabella is a Black White production, copyright 2020, starring Reverend Arabella Marie. We thank you for supporting this podcast by subscribing, sharing, and or becoming a monthly donor. Until we meet again.